Hello, and welcome to A Course in Miracles for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. In this podcast, we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. I also have another podcast that is reading and discussing the daily workbook lessons. That one is called A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I love talking with people about A Course in Miracles and the daily lessons, and I welcome interaction and feedback. There are several ways you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I have a Facebook page called A Course in Miracles for Regular People. You can email me at ACIMFRP, that's A Course in Miracles for Regular People, ACIMFRP at gmail.com. Or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave me a voice message. Actually, you can also make donations on Anchor if you'd like to support this podcast, and I really appreciate that. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode number 74. We are continuing with chapter 4, section 1, Right Teaching and Right Learning, and this is part 2. Reviewing from last week, we learned the three main points were, number one, right teaching is when the teacher continues to learn, continues to believe in what they're learning and teaching, and when they believe that those they're teaching want to learn. Number two, the ego can learn, but it's very resistant to learning because learning something means changing something. And that's scary for the ego because the first change that the ego experienced was separation. And the third thing that we learned was spirit and ego are fundamentally irreconcilable because spirit cannot perceive and ego cannot know. Now, based on that, let's continue with paragraph three. Paragraph three. Spirit need not be taught, and I would add, because it already knows. Continuing, but the ego must be. The ego must be taught because it doesn't know. It only perceives, and perception can change. Continuing. Learning is ultimately perceived as frightening because it leads to the relinquishment, although not the destruction, of the ego to the light of spirit. I kind of think that maybe the destruction of the ego would be easier than the letting go of it. And I base that idea on my own life. When I was in my 20s, I was married. Events occurred, my husband wound up leaving me for another woman. And I was crushed and devastated. I had a small child and I was pregnant with our second child. <clears throat> and he, he left. And I was praying for him to come back. But a lot of times it felt like, you know, it would be easier if he had died. At least it wouldn't mean that 
I was unacceptable. At least I could believe that he died loving me, that it wasn't his choice to leave. That's how I saw it then. So that's why I'm thinking that that's might, that might be what this means. So continuing. This is the change the ego must fear because it does not share my charity. So the relinquishment of the ego to the light of spirit is the change that the ego must fear because the ego does not share Jesus' charity. Jesus loves us. The ego loves only its own existence. Jesus understands us and wants to help us because, as he says in the next line, my lesson was like yours. And because I learned it, I can teach it. I will never attack your ego. But I am trying to teach you how its thought system arose. When I remind you of your true creation, your ego cannot but respond with fear. The ego responds with fear because if we choose to agree with Jesus, the light will shine from within us and we'll see the ego for what it is, an illusion. Continuing paragraph four. Teaching and learning are your greatest strengths now because they enable you to change your mind and help others to change theirs. Refusing to change your mind will not prove that separation has not occurred. So teaching and learning done correctly are our greatest strengths now because when we learn and then teach correctly, we are able to change our minds and help others to change theirs. And not doing that will not prove that the separation did not occur. It's like if you refuse to make a choice, you're still making a choice. You're choosing to refuse. And that doesn't change anything. You're choosing. We're choosing to keep it the same then. In last week's episode, in paragraph two, it says, we believe that if we allow no change to enter our, into our ego, then we will find peace. But refusing to change our minds will not bring us peace. Continuing. The dreamer who doubts the reality of his dream while he is still dreaming is not really healing his split mind. So I would say merely doubting this existence while we still believe it's real is not going to bring us to the point of reality. Continuing. You dream of a separated ego and believe in a world that rests upon it. So we believe in being separate individuals and in our physical reality. Continuing. This is very real to you. You cannot undo it by not changing your mind about it. So when we think about what's being taught in A Course in Miracles and we wonder if it's right, that doesn't fix the problem. Jesus says, if you're willing to renounce the role of guardian of your thought system, so if we give up being the one who decides 
whether something is true or false. And if we open our thought system to Jesus, he will correct it very gently and lead us back to God. Paragraph 5. Every good teacher hopes to give his students so much of his own learning that they will one day no longer need him. This is the one true goal of the teacher. It is impossible to convince the ego of this, that the teacher hopes that the student no longer needs him, because it goes against all of the ego's own laws. But remember that laws are set up to protect the continuity of the system in which the lawmaker believes. So the ego can't conceive of the idea that a teacher would actually want the student to not need him anymore. The ego wants to remain the most important thing in everyone's life. It wants to be in charge and in control. The thought of anything else to the ego is very frightening. So continuing, it is natural for the ego to try to protect itself once you've made it. So once we've made the ego, it's natural for the ego to want to protect itself. But it's not natural for you to want to obey its laws unless you believe them. The ego cannot make this choice, the choice of whether or not to believe the ego's laws, because the nature of its or because of the nature of its origin. You can because of the nature of yours. So the ego's origin is mistaken thinking. Our origin is spirit, and because of that, we can make the choice to not obey the laws of the ego. So here are my takeaways from today's episode. Number one, Jesus' lesson was very much like ours, and he learned it, so now he can teach us. Correct teaching and learning are very important to us now. Because of Jesus' right teaching and our right learning, we are enabled to change our minds and help others to change theirs. Number two, the one true goal of a real teacher is to give his students so much of his own learning that they will one day no longer need him. And number three, if we are willing to give up being the one who decides whether something is true or false and open our minds to Jesus, he will very gently correct our thought system and lead us back to God. This week, I wish you a week of correct learning. Many blessings. Namaste.